You're listening to a Technical Difficulties podcast. Please be aware that this program may contain coarse language and adult themes. Unbelievable staying power. You're listening to Technical Difficulties on Sin 90.7. Can't believe they're listening to this shit. Oh, hello and welcome. Uh, sunny Melbourne today. Uh, yes, you're on Technical Difficulties. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm joined in the studio by Grant, Jem and Phil. How G'day. are we today? G'day. Pretty good. Yep. The, weather, the weather's nice and I'm feeling nice and it shouldn't work like that, but it does. Even though I just <laughs> insulted our listeners on the very first get-go. Uh, so we've got a, we've seriously got a packed show. We've got uh, a good friend of the show, Paul Culliver, coming in uh, just to say hello. And we've also got, uh, you've come up with a game, haven't you, Jem? I have. Uh, uh, is it going to um, give anything away? Uh, not yet. It's called Pop Culture. Pop culture. Well, Make that what you I, I can guess what that might be. <laughs> You're thinking about puns, aren't you, Grant? You're yes. thinking it's about popcorn, don't you? Speaking oh. of puns, <laughs> we're going to play another game of Grant 60 Second Grant, where we're going to pick a topic for you, a vague kind of uh, broad topic, and you're mm-hmm. going to go outside of the studio, uh, and at the very end of the episode, you're going to come back and try to come up with as many puns as you can. His record that. his record is 16, 16 yeah. if we remember correctly. 16 in one minute. In one, one minute. minute. We've got one um, minute to do it. So. That's right. So how about we give you your topic and you can get the fudge out? Oh, okay. Sounds good. Phil, what's his topic? This week, Grant, your topic is Melbourne trams. Melbourne trams. <laughs> Should be oh, lots okay. of ammunition. I know you've been taking a lot of public okay, transport so recently. Just, just Melbourne trams. Ta- taking a Melbourne tram. Yeah. Taking a Melbourne tram. Taking a Melbourne tram. Since we are in Melbourne. And with, with uh, always with Grant's rants, we preemptively apologise if anyone gets insulted. <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> We only apologise if he comes out with something. We never preempt. <laughs> now here's my favourite part of the segment. Grant, get out of the studio. Oh, okay. Hey, that's my favourite part of every time we it's see It's everyone's favourite part. Here's Bye, the Grant. Door. Bye, Grant. Bye, Grant. Bye, Grant. All He's right. Gone. So that brings us to the end of this show. No, I'm kidding. Let's go to a sketch. You're on Technical Difficulties on Sin 90.7. Good morning, you've called the Travel Centre. This is Gavin. How can I help you today? Hi, I'm interested in booking a holiday. That's great. That's what we're here to do. Yeah, but I'm wondering if I can get the whole thing delivered. Uh, I'm sorry? Yeah, I get most things delivered to my house, you know? It started with just dinner, but then I learned about a place that will take away and deliver back your laundry. Right. Then it was new clothes, and that was easy enough, and then some appliances. Before you knew it, I never had to leave the house at all. Sounds a bit extreme to me, but I guess it could work. But some of my friends were saying that I really should go on a holiday. Good idea. Everyone needs a holiday. Yeah, so I thought I could order all the things separately, but why not go to someone who specialises in holidays who could just deliver the whole thing? Just to be clear, you want to have a holiday at home? Pretty much. Something summary, if you can manage it. Well, I guess it wouldn't be that hard. Why don't we start with uh, an inflatable pool? We'll need some deck chairs and some fluffy towels. Sounds great. We'll order in some pina coladas. Premixed, of course. Get a mariachi band for the first night's entertainment. And for food, hmm, 
Hawaiian pizza. See, I knew I'd called the right place. We'll uh, get some fire twirlers around. Talk to your building's fire officers first, of course. Uh, some dancers in grass skirts, maybe some exotic flora and fauna. You could go on a nature walk in your own apartment. How does that sound? Yeah, I don't know about that nature walk. I don't really do exercise. Oh, <laughs> of course. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, that shouldn't be too hard to arrange. I think we're on the same page. Have you considered the associated costs? What? You mean like insurance? I've got home and contents. <laughs> mm. I mean your post-holiday requirements. What? Oh, uh, you know, while I have you, there are quite a few services we can provide to a gentleman of confined sedition like yourself. Wow, really? That's the nicest way anyone's ever called me a shut-in. <laughs> well, we do have extensive customer service training. What kind of services? Because ever since I discovered online pornography and the smell set in, people have stopped coming around. I do get real lonely. Say no more. We can deliver company right to your door in the form of friends, family, and of course, something a little more intimate according to your needs and wants. I would like to see that catalogue, please. I thought you might. That service is particularly popular amongst clients of your torpid cloistration. This is great. You're saving me so many phone calls. Just you wait. Where is your current GP? Oh, she's... Not anymore. We can have top medical care right in the comfort of your home. Really? Well, middling medical care, but there are limits to even our powers. But why stop there? We can set you up with our special live affirmation service, a direct line to our office where there'll be an operator on call 24 hours, ready to reassure you at the push of a button that you're doing great and everything you need is within arm's reach. This is everything I didn't even know I wanted. I'm speechless. If you're speechless now, just you wait for your live-in autopsy. He, what? Well, inevitably. Once the backside ossification sets in, there aren't a lot more services we can offer to clients of your somnolent hermitism. Except, of course, the home burial. Home burial? All you need supply is the body. I trust that will be of maximum convenience to you. Look, I don't know. I don't really have that much garden space. You know, I'm starting to get the impression that you disapprove of my lifestyle. As I mentioned earlier, there are associated costs with everything. Oh, well, when you put it like that... All right, ring it up. You want to go ahead with the booking? Eh, nobody lives forever. Throw in three litres of coke and a garlic bread and you've got a deal. All right, and it's time for Josh's Sport of the Week. Ah, sexual intercourse. Or as it's better known, screwing, nailing, boinking, shagging, porking, hiding the salami, doing the funky chicken, the no-pants dance, horizontal jogging, and fucking terrific. I have very, oh, so very fond memories of laying in some bizarre overseas love nest as I responded with some cheesy line to the latest wench I've saved from all but certain death while single-handedly rescuing the world. At least, they feel like memories because I've been imagining that I was James Bond since I got my first erection. Truth be told, the sport of sex, while often filmed, is not usually publicly broadcast and is thus unavailable for those masses without access to the internet. But who gives a subject of this week's segment about them? For those of you unfortunately unfamiliar with the sport, games can be played between one and any number of players and last between nine and a half seconds and forever, with the average being seven minutes. 
The objective of the game is to play the game, thus making it inclusive for all players involved. Sex is by far the most popular sport in the world played by every single citizen of Earth's parents, grandparents and so on. Even that asshole uncle of yours must have at some point made the beast with two backs and there's really not much you can do about it so let's just move on. Sex is one of the few sports where women and men can compete in the same league, although several single gender leagues have been set up with ever increasing success. The game is also not averse to the use of performance enhancing drugs. Even critics of the game understand the drive to participate. Injury is commonplace and players involved can expect some heavy bruising. But do you know why it's my favourite sport of all? Because Australia. The country where terms like root, pash, spoof and tosser are repurposed for a sport with the enthusiasm of a kangaroo scratching his balls. Only in Australia would a phrase like, I've got the hots for that, Sheila. We should get her tits out for the boys. Make any amount of sense. Where else can you have a semi-autonomous geographically removed landmass where incest is semi-tolerated? King's Landing? Nowhere, that's where. And that is why I love sensual fucking. Finally, a sport I can get behind. Technical difficulties. Hi there, uh, my name is Joe and I work at the checkout at Quoll Supermarket in Brayside, Victoria. Uh, like the mascot Quoll for Quoll Supermarket, I'm failing nocturnal and I usually take the night shift. I've been working here for coming up to five years, still hoping for that promotion. In fact, I only agreed to do this because you guys said you'd put in a good word for me, right? Please don't acknowledge the film crew. Oh, sorry. So, anyway, um, over the next few days, I plan to go undercover as a board member in the corporate offices. I'm hoping to find out what really makes this company tick. I've spent a lot of my work and life at the bottom, so it'll be really interesting to see things from the other side. Coming up next on Undercover Employee, Joe finds out why he didn't get a Christmas bonus, right after this break. Monday at 7.30, don't miss the premiere of The Biggest Fatty, Channel 8's newest reality show where 12 underweight contestants are given the chance to change their lives forever. Over 10 ravenous weeks, our unqualified groom for TV experts and panel of Italian nonnas try to change the lives of our contestants. Who will gain the most weight and conquer their poor eating habits for good? Whose emotional outburst will win the most ratings? Who will be the biggest fatty? That's Monday, 7.30. Joe is a regular jo employee of Qual's supermarket chain. He's planning to go undercover in the corporate office to see what makes the company tick. The first step was I needed a disguise. Obviously my company issued polyester shirt and ill-fitting trousers would be spotted immediately. So I was sent to the best suit maker in Melbourne. Her stuff is amazing. I went to get a suit from Maya. Joe is off to get a suit from Maya. Maya is a renowned tailor and has been long associated with the Qualls brand. Maya attained her popularity when she signed a deal giving Qualls shoppers discounts on tailored clothing. The Qualls Maya gift card scheme made her famous and has now been copied all around the world. Now that I've been decked out in a fancy new suit, it was time to go meet the board. Hi, I'm, I'm Joe. Pleasure to meet you all. Sorry I'm a bit late to the meeting. Just carry on. Yes, well, as I was saying, sales in the outer southeast have been a bit low. We're going to need to save some money. 
Can we get out of paying the employees overtime? Well, the lawyers say they're looking into it. We'll have an answer in a few weeks, but we need something more immediately. Well, let's just put a freeze on their Christmas bonuses until things pick up out there. Sounds good. Okay, that's half an hour gone. Let's take ten, everyone. When I walked out of that meeting, I was shocked. These guys are under some serious pressure. They have to make some tough decisions in there. Joe's meeting couldn't resume that day and was postponed until next week due to the chairman taking an emergency holiday in the Swiss Alps. Coming up next on Undercover Employee, Joe has a confrontation. What do you think about that, Joe? I disagree. Stay tuned. Because we all drop a doozy from time to time, Qualls is the perfect place to stock up on poo tickets. No matter what you do, fold, scrunch or sniff, we've got the best brands for the lowest price guaranteed. Stock up because when the time comes, your pants are down and staying down. Joe has gone undercover at Qual Supermarkets and has already attended his first board meeting. Put a freeze on their Christmas bonuses until things pick up out there. Sounds good. I've been really impressed during my time with the board. I've made some friends and learned a lot about caviar. But now it's time to present my big idea to the board before I go. Joe is going to present his big idea to the board before he goes. Board, before I go, it's time for me to present my big idea. My big idea is... It's the show everyone's talking about. Extreme Comb Over. Tuesdays at 7.30, Thursdays at 8.30, Fridays at 7.30, then join us on Sunday night at 6 for the live verdict. Extreme Comb Over, the only reality show your Uncle Mario could be on. My big idea... is... Stools. What? I think all the checkout staff should be sitting on stools. They can work longer shifts and process more items per minute. It's an idea that's already been successfully implemented by our low-cost competitors, Bilby and NIGA. Brilliant! And from our newest member, what made you think of it? Well, there's something I've been wanting to reveal. I'm actually an undercover employee. <gasps> I'm Joe from the Brayside branch. I'm a regular checkout chap. You're all on TV right now, and I've been so impressed with you, I've decided to give you some gifts. So firstly, I wanted to wait, give... Wait, wait, wait. You're not a board member? No, the, the TV crew gave me access. I've been trying to find out what makes this company... You mean there are cameras in here? This is a closed meeting. Well, I just... Oh, my thought... God. Our negotiation strategy for the Dairy Association, our tax loopholes, our plans to smother adorable kittens, we've been compromised. What about my stools? No one gives a shit about your stools. You're fired. Joe was fired instantly from Qual Supermarkets. Due to contracts with this TV company, he is unable to get any compensation for losses incurred due to this program. He is currently unemployed. Next week on Undercover Employee, will Mary at the Dairy Association get anything from her week posing as a cow? Find out on the next Undercover Employee. You're on technical difficulties because the button to change your channel doesn't work, so you can't leave. <laughs> we are delighted to be joined in the studio uh, by, with uh, Paul Culliver. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, hey guys. How are we doing? Paul, good friend of the show. 
who, awesome, great. Who has, who has, <laughs> I'm done with that. Who has, who has now um, decided to start his own uh, podcasting network. Isn't that exciting? And as part of which, he has his own podcast called Bath Time, where he does a podcast today every day uh, so it's for insane. a year. Yeah. Can you tell us about it? Just a bit. Uh, Even yeah. Phil just basically described it. Yeah, basically. Well, I just decided that uh, I really like... I used to be a Sin person. I used to do a whole lot of shows on Sin. So uh, if, if you're too old to be listening to Sin, you might remember me. Um, and uh, yeah, I used to do a high love presenting love doing all that sort of stuff i went away and had like a real career as a radio producer and then uh decided i wanted to come back to the mic and podcasting sorry guys radio is dead i don't know if you i don't know if anyone told you that no no one gave me the memo yeah sorry about that so i decided to start a podcast and uh i looked at all of my favorite podcasts out there and they've got like hundreds of episodes already i'm like you know the quickest way to get hundreds of episodes do one a day until i die it would be quicker if you you did one an hour yeah that's true that's true an Uh, hour-long podcast every every hour. hour Until you die. Until you've done like a hundred of them. It's the Truman Show. You've just invented the Truman Show, (laughs) but for radio. But only he knows he's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or does he? And it's an interesting, interesting. It's an interesting thing where I'm trying to find the balance between uh, its production and perfection. So uh, I want to make it as good as possible and interesting as possible. But one an hour, the chances are the quality would drop quite dramatically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, having lots of guests. You guys have been on a couple times. It's we been have. Uh, great mm-hmm. fun. I uh, just recorded an episode with Grant yesterday. It's going to go out in a couple of days. Uh, so yeah, you can listen to it now. Oh, that's that's great. Everybody, everybody's been on it. Everybody on the show is. <laughs> Been on it. That's good. Yeah, that's I, so hate great. You, I hate you, Jem. Yeah. Je- what have you done, though, Jem? Yeah, to be I, fair, it's noteworthy. I, you need to be I able li- to plug I li- something. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty noteworthy. So, can I just ask, uh, why bath time? Well, I think you guys helped me come up with that name, didn't it was, you? It, it was, was Josh's it was name. Josh. But I, I found out, uh, I, we remembered last night that Josh forgot that he gave you totally the forgot. name. He totally forgot. Because well, I think what it was was um, I was saying, oh, let's call I was. I was almost going to call it something really wanky like the 365 experiment or something. Uh. And you guys were like, nope, nope, no, it's not happening. And then I think you said something like bath time or uh, bath tub or bath... Uh, it wasn't exactly bath time, no. yeah. Uh, but it was beautiful because that's a daily event. You can listen to my podcast every day when you take a bath. So yeah, like, every time you listen to the podcast, it is bath time. Because mm. I forgot, um, because I think we were at drinking at the bar a bit too responsibly that night uh, <laughs> when I came up with that idea. Yeah. So now it's so like, good, uh, now I can sue the pants off of you. Uh, no, you no, 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 or you, you could stay my friend. It's not going to work because when you call me as a witness, I'm going to remember that you said, you can have that. You can have that. That's for you. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for naming my podcast. Damn it. Anyway, so you've got your own podcast. We've got a radio show, but it's actually finishing in a couple of weeks. This is our, what, third last show? Third last show. It's so exciting. But we can't. we need a market to go into after the show. We're thinking maybe podcasts could be a direct to go so we want to pitch you some ideas yeah. for oh, okay. podcast for your production for your you network M- yeah. mammoth audio can okay we- okay so we've got this great idea it's called spa time and basically <laughs> what happens is a few friends come over they hang out for 40 to 50 minutes of in-depth conversation about any topic they choose what do you think yeah uh, the energy cost of running that spa every day just makes that 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 business model just not possible at all. Uh, that's right. That's we thought gonna... that we thought that might not work because okay. we, we've got a whole lot of other ideas. They're all completely different. Okay. Um, this one's called sauna time. A few friends come over for twenty-five to thirty minutes of in-depth conversation before they get too hot about any topic they choose. Uh, things may get steamy. What do you think of that? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. And to be honest, uh, just naked naked people uh, with their junk out uh, mm. does lead to great, really interesting conversation. Cool, let's put a maybe but, next to yeah, that I'm just, one. Just worried about the steam. The I'm worried yeah. about the steam getting into the equipment there. Oh, so again, right, you, can, yes. you know, new equipment every day makes it unsustainable. Right, right. okay. Well, See, this is why you ask an expert. That's right. Okay, so we've got a next one. Uh, it's again, called... something totally different. Yep. Let's, let's, let's just get away. Let's <laughs> okay. just fresh blue sky thinking. What have we got? Shower time. <laughs> a few friends come over no they don't no no just kidding okay so one good friend <laughs> comes over to the shower <laughs> for 10 to 15 minutes or fa- for fairly philosophical conversations because yeah. that's when you do your deep thinking in the shower uh, guests and the host have to be standing the entire time yeah I think the shower time will work but only if the relationship between the guest and the host has become stale and you're trying to mix it up a little bit oh, right yeah. just spice things up yeah yeah so you try something new romance okay, what okay else so what's that like a 7 out of 10 10 probability. Mm. I, I reckon this one's a goer. This is, again, just not not even related to any of the others that have come before. It's called can of deodorant time. This is for people, <laughs> this is for people who can only spare five seconds a day to listen to podcasts. Um, guests are just passers by on the street. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. It'll be kind of like a Doppler effect kind of sound effects. So it'll be like, hey, hey, Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> Oh, yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So what? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I love liking. That's experimental. Okay. Uh, you you'll have no time to kind of boost it with some sponsorship. So <laughs> I don't know what your business model there is. I guess it's just purely entertainment. Yeah. Okay. So this is my favorite one. Rag on a stick time, <laughs> where we, everyone has to speak in southern accents. Uh, it's a one-minute podcast speaking about fat people problems. You know, I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Uh, I like that? it. I guess. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of. Uh um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down with that. I was, yeah. was going to say that all the listeners would need particularly large headphones, but I don't know if I don't know if being fat makes your head big. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know. I think you, you, having a big ego makes your head big. Yeah. So uh, what about this one, Phil? What about this one? Um, look, this, the others were just kind of, uh, you know, we weren't sure. We weren't sure. This one, we know. This one's a goer. We're so excited. We're actually going to do the first episode right now, and yep. Paul, you're going to be our first uh, guest. Oh, okay. Yeah. All Here right. we go. Here we go. Yep. It's day 284, and the strange ticking noises have moved to my left ear. Our guest today is Paul Culliver, who runs the network, so everyone be super nice. We can debate the merits of brown nosing later. It's hose time! Welcome to Hose Time, the high pressure podcast. Paul, welcome into the studio. Let's get straight into it. Who's been the worst guest so far on Bath Time? Uh, Gem Splitter. That's why we cut his episode. God damn it. <laughs> Did you call the podcast Bath Time to make up for the fact that you hardly ever bathe? Yes. Okay. Which rival podcast do you think is totally overrated? Uh, uh, shower time. <laughs> Why hasn't your podcasting career taken off? Come on, hurry up! Hurry I'm up. 30 days in! <laughs> Not good enough! High pressure! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Phil, that uh, concludes uh, Hose Time. Yep, that brings us to the end of Hose Time. Thanks, Paul, for joining us. Look, it all came out of a nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say you you missed a trick there? What? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sad that in there you didn't pitch me uh, golden shower time. Golden uh, and, shower and, time. And, and, and the theme, <laughs> damn it! And of course the theme song would have been R. Kelly. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Well, that brings as far us to as the end. I'm concerned, I'm suing the lot of you for ripping off my idea, dry shampoo time. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? 
that. Uh, you've never heard of dry shampoo time? No. no. Oh, I mean, it's similar to your deodorant time, but, you know, instead of in such a rush that you can only spray on deodorant, you clean your hair with this kind of powdery stuff. It's when you're on your way to something nice, and you can kind of talk for a little while, but you can't waste, waste your time. I want more details about this off-air, because I, I think you made this up. Can dry I, can shampoo, I just... listeners, text us in, please, if you know what dry, dry shampoo is. Actually, with anything, 0427-767-767, anything you want, just text us in. We, we're desperate. Definitely text us in if you know what dry shampoo is, because I would love to hear Phil say (laughs) on air, I am most definitely wrong. It is a definite (laughs) thing. We have proof. Can I just say really quickly that I'm guessing that no listeners to this show right now probably, there's not much of a crossover with people that have actually listened to Bath Time, but Josh and Phil did an incredible job of parodying Bath Time. Like, if you go and listen to Bath Time, you did, so you've effectively parodied something that no one else will get the reference of. And I I, I am the only one that's appreciating that, and I want to take my hat off to you. I'll take it. Thank, Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Uh, you're a great s- thing to spend eight minutes on. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to stick around uh, for the remainder of the show because you've got nothing better to do. Yeah. <laughs> Here to go to the song. This is Flatheads by the Fratellis. You're on Technical Difficulties. Welcome back to Technical Difficulties. Uh, joined in the studio by Paul Still. Hello, Paul. Hello. Yay. Jem uh, and Phil. Grant is outside in the freezing cold, even though it's a lovely day here. He's writing some puns for us, uh, which will be later on in the show. And just quickly before we go to your game, Jem, uh, last week we had a text in just before we got off air and we didn't get to it in time. Someone asked, and I don't know who it was, they said... Can I uh, can I send in a, an idea for a sketch or a script that I've written? Will you will you do a sketch we send in? Yeah, the answer is yes. We would absolutely love you to uh, give us a inbox, a personal message on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com/slash technical difficulties sin. <laughs> I'm just Jem. Start talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So as promised earlier, I've got a game for you, and it's called Pop Culture. Because I thought, what do I know about? I know about pop culture. How do you make that into a joke title? It's a quiz about famous fictional dads. Pop culture. A pop... I got it. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Thank you. Good one, Josh. Good one. Uh, Like the fictional dad I never had. (laughs) Grant, if only he were here and alive. Would love that uh, pun, but uh, oh well. Anyway, so I've got this quiz for you. I've I've prepared it. I've got eight questions. And the last one is a lightning round, and I'm going to... Quiz you against each other. All right, so I'm going to announce before each one how many points it's worth. So Phil, our scorer. Hello. So do we just call our names out when we got the answer or...? Just say the answer. Okay. As far as I'm concerned. And I am judge, jury and executioner, except not the points guy. So, all right, are we ready? I got a texter. Do you... Do you feel like you're prepared? Do you know who your fictional dads are? I'm terrible at character names, to be honest. Like, I watch a lot of TV. Well, then but you are going to nail this game. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm not good. I'm going to be like the guy with the thing. Uh, mm. I'm just right. hoping Enough, that... Uh, look, uh, it's up to me to accept a correct answer. So if you can tell me what the answer is and I'll get it, that's, that's enough. Like, some of the TV shows that you watch I love as well, but some I've never heard of, so I don't well, know. It's not just to limited, your mind. Let's not just limited to TV. So oh. here's... Uh, let's see how you do. Okay, number one. Mm. We're going to start off with an easy one. I want you to name the fictional dad who offers his child this advice on breaking up. I like you as a friend. I think we should see other people. I speak no English. I'm married to the sea. I don't want to kill you, but I will. And finally, six words. I'm not gay, but I'll learn. It's not. 
Homer Simpson. It is Homer yes! Simpson. <laughs> that's one point to Josh. I figured we'd start off with an easy one, get Homer oh God, out of the way. Oh, God, if that's easy, then I'm screwed. <laughs> I thought we'd get Homer out of the way, because otherwise, knowing me, we'd just spend the whole quiz on The Simpsons. Mm. All right, question number two. We're going to the classics here. What kind of a creature was Herman Munster, dad of the monstrous Munster family? This is one point. Was he a, like a Frankson, Frankenstein monster? Correct. Mm. One point well to Paul. By the way, I was going to give you no points if you just said a Frankenstein because he's the doctor, the monster. Yeah, the yeah, monster. yeah. Technicality. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three, also worth one point only, but it's a two-part answer. Name oh. the father of the famous adventuring hero who renamed himself after the family dog. That's it. The adventurer named himself after the family dog. Uh, and also, uh, give that hero his real name. Uh, We're in the movies now. Oh, I have no idea. Adventure hero who renamed himself after Adventure the family hero. dog. I was going to say Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, no, I got nothing. The, the father I was looking Just for is Henry Jones Sr. Does that tell you who it is? No, that tells We're me nothing. We're talking Indiana Jones, mm. folks. Oh. I would have thought somebody would have got that. I ba, really ba, ba, ba. did. Wow. Henry Jones Sr. and Henry Jones Jr. Nope. We called the Indiana. dog Indiana. Nope. You were named after the dog? Anyway. Was that your Sean Connery? No, no that was my no. Sala. That was that was my. Oh, okay. Anyway, moving, moving, on, moving, on. moving on. Number four. Yeah. Each answer I'm I'm given is worth one point. Name a TV dad who goes by Phil. Dumpy. Correct. Boom. One point to Josh. Wow, one yeah, family. really. <laughs> Any others? Um, oh, there's more. Um, uh, you got a list there. I only could think of one other. I'm just anything, anything. Phil, 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 Phil. Phil. Uh, no, Psst, no. no I'm the other one I was I had here was Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Ah, oh, oh. yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Phil Banks. Even though he's an uncle. Phil Banks, Philip Banks. Can I okay. get a point for that? No, because <laughs> I told you it. Please. Which fictional dad right. attempts this aborted joke for one point? There was this mollusk, and he walks up to this sea cu- cucumber. And it, normally they, they don't talk, sea cu- cucumbers, but it, in a joke, everybody, everybody talks. So, so the sea mollusk says, says to the cucumber... Is it George Costanza's dad? Nope. Oh. Joey Stiller? No. Ah. Is it? Uh, I, I don't know. We're in the movies again? No, sorry. Oh, your animated movies knowledge is killing me here. We're talking about Marlon from Finding Nemo. I watched that once. Oh. Didn't not hate it. Didn't not hate it? Didn't not hate it. So and I, I'm yeah. guessing <laughs> that the extra point, what the punchline is, can I, either, of you, either of you tell me? No. Can, can, I, can, I, can I get a point? What's the, what's the punchline? Uh... I've, I've got, like, the shell of it, but I don't have it. Like, oh, we, uh, I think it's... We, Wait, we're, with, are we letting that one go? With <laughs> Fra- Did none of you pick up yeah, on yeah. that? It was yeah. good. <laughs> with fronds like these, who needs anemones? Very good, uh, very good. Yeah. I just the these are very specific questions, know, right? they're, they're very... One point to Phil. I'm the scorekeeper. You would say that, Paul, because you're running behind. Because I'm terrible at it. But if anyone, look, if anyone's listening and actually knows, like genuinely knows these answers and playing along at home. I reckon these are are easier than you think. Anyway, okay, we're up to question six now. This question is about a show I know you both love, Arrested Development. (gasps) Okay, okay. Which character, one point, appears with the description father in the original season's opening credits to Arrested Development? Wait. Say it again. In the opening credits to the uh, original seasons of Arrested Development. Is it Oscar Bluth? No, George Bluth. One to Josh. That, I thought that was a trick question. No, I know it wasn't. Okay. Oh, yeah, I it thought... was a trick question because I thought somebody might say Michael. 
Oh, oh, I yes. thought it was this like a... the story of one son, et yeah, cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Okay. His father, George Senior. Right. I thought it was like maybe it was an Easter egg that uh, they'd said that Oscar no, was no, at no. the father. Yeah, on the first episode. Yeah. Good yeah. thinking. Good thinking, but okay. you're thinking too hard. Okay, we're on to question seven now. Yeah. Of eight. Question seven of eight. Second last question. So this is the last quiz question. The next is lightning round. Oh, shit. Now, this requires some creative thinking. To which of his two children, for two points, was fictional dad Darth Vader... The worst dad, and why? To which of his two children? Luke, because he lost a hand. <laughs> oh, okay. You mean of the two? Of the of his two children, which one was he a worst dad to? Well, if you're saying it's not Luke, then it'd be Leia. And why? Um, and why? Does he get one point for Leia? He gets one point for Leia. Wait, Leia is the daughter of. Well, he, it's what? like what? Well, you'll get there. What? I haven't seen Star Wars. Why? Why? Why is he a terrible dad, Paul? Uh, Because he wasn't there to stop... Because he had her planet blown up. Oh, okay. I knew that. I didn't know that they were related. So hang on, does that mean they're Luke and Leia doing incest? Oh, Josh. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Josh has not seen Return of the Jedi. Okay, all right. Josh, despite never having seen Return of the Jedi and therefore somehow, I don't know how he's a functioning adult, is in the lead. Here's the final final question. Oh, wow. So I could, going... I could tie, but I can't beat Josh. No, this no, is the lightning can, round. no, this is the lightning round. So there are several points here. Oh, okay, let's go. Phil, are you even in this? You've given yourself a point. Yeah, because... I gave myself one. He, got, he knows he the, the punchline to that joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know I, the answers. Anyway, moving on, moving on. I am going to read out the following na- TV surnames of dads on TV shows. But you, I want you to give me the real surname. Sorry. The real uh, actors. Sorry, sorry. Other way around. I'm reading out the actors' names okay. and surnames, right. and I want you to tell me their TV dad's okay. surnames. let's go, because we're running short of time. Okay. Are we ready? Yep. Now, just yell it out when you know it. Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. His TV surname. Oh, Huxtable. Paul. One to Paul. Tim Allen. Uh, oh, Tim oh, the oh. my time. The, from, the, from the home development. What's his name? Um, Come on. You're nearly there. Uh... Tim. Tim Allen. No, Tim, Tim. the Toolman. Taylor. Very good. That's, I, I give you an extra point there for Tim the Toolman. Oh. Really? Ray Romano. Oh, Ray. Uh, uh, Ray. Uh, Ray. Bro. Very good one, yes. Josh. This one's a tricky one. Jeff Garland. Curb your enthusiasm. Jeff Green. Very good. Shit, I'm losing this game. Second last, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Day. No, that's that's the an actor that's, from that's Always Sunny. That is a different different Ch- Charlie actor. Charlie Mann. No, I don't know. Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half. Yeah, of those things Paul said. To Charlie, I, I don't know his last name. It's a shit show. Harper. Harper. No, the answer is no, Harper. No, no, no. And final question: Tracy Jordan. Tracy Morgan. Damn. Yep. Wait. What? Wait. Yeah, that's his character. No points to either of you. That was a trick question. His name on the show is Tracy Jordan. His real name is Tracy Morgan. Wait, so is then you've da- just oh, given the character a- name, in yes. which case your question is false. I fooled you with my trick question. No, that's not, that's not even the question. <laughs> you set up the question don't to argue. say you were asking the Don't diss Jim too much. Don't argue, Paul. At the you're end, winning. At the end of it, Paul on five with a questionable bonus point, which I don't agree with, <laughs> and therefore don't have. And Josh on four, which means Paul is the winner. Well done, Paul. Sham, it's a sham. It's well all done. fake. Well done to oh, wait, Paul. Oh, wait, I won. Yeah, cool. Paul uh, wins the game this week. And to Josh, I have another piece of advice from the most famous TV dad, Homer. Simpson, Paul, uh, Josh, rather Josh. Yeah. You tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson is 
never, never try. try. Thank you, Jam, and thank you for playing, Paul. We're going to go to a song now. This is She's All I Got by Thirsty Merc on Technical Difficulties. We interrupt this program with a news bulletin. The people of Scotland have voted no in a national referendum regarding their independence from the United Kingdom. The Scots have decided that the English can take their lives, their freedom, their taxes, part of their flag and whatever else they want. Locals have flocked in droves to pubs all over the country in celebration, commiseration, apathy and just needing a place to pee. A pair of pandas at Adelaide Zoo have failed to mate successfully after four attempts. Zoo staff arranged for four days of introduction between Wang Wang and Funi, but at the conclusion of the sessions were forced to announce that competent mating did not occur. When asked to comment, Wang Wang said, It's just so hard with the racial tensions between our families. I mean, she's black with white patches and I'm white with black patches. Repeated playings of Michael Jackson songs have been to no avail. Hungry Jacks have hijacked a McDonald's promotion based on popular board game Monopoly. The Hungry Jacks website offers the following instructions on how to redeem tickets earned at Macca's. Go to HJ's. Go directly to HJ's. Do not drive through. Do not collect 200 calories. Patrons of both fast food establishments have welcomed the move and are looking forward to other cross-promotions, including a combined menu, a Golden Burger logo and the slogan, I'm loving the better burgers at Hungry Max. And finally, a Perth man who was first in line to purchase the new iPhone 6 was also the first person to drop it. Jack was showing the newest Apple flagship product to a news camera team when his hand slipped, causing the phone to drop on the concrete below. For what could have been a great Apple experience, unfortunately for Jack, it all went pear-shaped. More news in half an hour. And now, it's time for our weekly segment, Maddie's One Word of the Week, in which Maddie reveals one word that is her favourite word of that particular week. And now, without further ado, here's Maddie. Helmet. That was Maddie's one word of the week. Stay tuned next week for guidance on how to best address the existence or non-existence of a supernatural being preoccupied with the actions of human beings on Earth. With Maddie. years of racial stereotypes and a lifetime worth of self-esteem issues for little girls comes this latest compilation CD, Dirty Disney, featuring such hits as Ariel's ode to her collection of sex toys. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. Where did she even put them? Oh, you're back. Look, we can't.
can't blame Ariel for her vulgarity. Her friend Sebastian the Crab is a very bad influence. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Funnily enough, that's how Ariel got crabs. And everybody remembers this song from Snow White about pleasing her man. Someday, my will come. You know, those dwarves are a friendly bunch. They say hello to passing prostitutes. Hi -ho, hi -ho. What a great track. Here's the genie singing about his legendary bedroom moves. Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Out their little... Whoa! Teeny little living space, genie. And here's Aladdin's take on autoerotic asphyxiation. Hold your breath, it's and now for a Disney classic. Here's the ending to Pinocchio's Fifty Shades of Wood. I got no strings to hold me down, to make me fret, or make me brown. I hit strings, but now I'm free. There are no strings on me. And now, here's Quasimodo from Silence of the Lambs of Notre Dame. And finally, Disney is still producing quality entertainment. Take this Oscar-winning smash hit from last year's Fridge, I mean Frozen, where Elsa sings about losing her virginity. Let it go, let it go. That perfect girl is gone. But that's not all. Order Dirty Disney now, and we'll throw in this bonus track, cut from the movie Tarzan, because it was too dirty. And remember, kids, listen to Scar about safe sex. Be prepared. You're on technical difficulties, and we're going to hell. <laughs> so, uh, just before we go back to Grant, 60-second Grant. By the way, Grant, welcome back to the studio. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, I've got a challenge for Phil and Jem, actually. Oh, no. Uh-oh. The Grant. last time you challenged me to something, yeah. I had to sit and write and look up all the names of cheese that I could possibly find in the world. That's right. You now shut up about the last time he challenged you to something. <laughs> <laughs> you, not, you guys can suck a dick. <laughs> anyway, we're going to run straight At least through. he told you it was about cheese. I want to tell you the, the time, the, basically how we met. Phil, you were. I was auditioning for a musical theatre show. And I was too. And Grant was too. That's how we all met. We did that show together. Phil, you were the musical director. So I was. You were on the panel, if you will, um, holding the auditions. Yes. And so you came, you came in and you sang your song and you did your scene. And yep. then we sent you out of the room and go, oh, well, that was pretty shit. But who yep. else have we got? <laughs> Nobody. No, oh, well, yeah. I guess he has to go in. Pretty much. But if you step back for a minute and have a look what actually happened, you auditioned me to be your friend. Because that's how I, we met, and now I, look at I us. guess ostensibly I did. I wasn't. I wasn't. The, I didn't know I was auditioning you to do that. There was a separate criteria box on, <laughs> on the form in front of Phil. Phil's friendship, friend? friendship, but, but we, material? We never, question mark. We would never have been your friends if Phil if we, didn't hand pick us. Yeah. Yeah. I. I picked you ostensibly to be my friend. That's right. And Jem... Oh, that's mm -hmm. a little depressing. Jem, mm -hmm. the year before I auditioned for a show that you were directing... That's right. And did I get into the show? No, you did not. No. <laughs> so and, and, we, and we were not friends. No, we were, I'd never seen you before. <laughs> Until, that was the first time. Uh, no, I mean, and we continued not being friends because I didn't cast you. That's right. Yeah. Good choice, past Jem. Get the fudge out. <laughs> anyway, so this is my challenge to you. Why should you audition us... We should audition you to what? be our friends. Me, me and Grant. 
<laughs> so next week, I want you to come back into the studio, both of you, and you're each going to hold... We're going to hold an audition for both of you. You can be a song, it can be a little performance, anything you want it to anything. be. Anything. Anything. Okay. No sexual... <laughs> Just not interpretive oh, no, dance, because I don't think that would translate, translate on radio. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the challenge. Next week, come back, we're going to hold an audition. Sounds good. Okay. I, ha- I hate you guys. Yeah. I hate the show. <laughs> so, Grant... You have got, you've come back, your topic was Melbourne trams. Yes. And I um, believe... It's time for a Grant rant. It's time for a Grant rant. So I've got the minute track with the bomb at the end, and after that we're turning your mic off. Phil, you've got the bell, you're going to keep count. Okay, so... Are you ready, Grant? The theme was Melbourne trams. As many puns as you can in a minute, here we go. MC Hammer took a Melbourne tram. Can't touch on. Man, there's some crazy people on the 96 tram. They've really gone off the rails. Here's a joke. Mikey, I'm on a public transport diet. I think I'll have light rail. Hard to make puns about Melbourne trams. I'm not good with one-liners. What do you do when you lose the tram? Follow the tracks. What do you call a tram inspector that has been hit by lightning? A superconductor. Also a small victory. I took the 69 tram. It is a very small tram. Um, oh, a very, very smelly tram. Why did Jews like to take trams? Because it is rail. Babe, you must be a tram inspector because you got fine written all over you. I can't believe there's no bar on this tram. There's nowhere to top up. Babe, you must be a Melbourne tram because you have my key to my heart. Where are all Melbourne trams? Why are all Melbourne trams pregnant? Because they're all late and they have the tramps. This is what was going to be a great. This is going to be a great pun, but I had to change track. I lost my key. How will I lose? How will I unlock my house? I hate American rock bands on Melbourne public transport. Those tram Yankees. Oh damn, Mikey! Tram did you do? Tram did you don't? I was Melbourne to drive trams. Who would sponsor Yarra trams? Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the bomb! Here we go! Yes! <laughs> I think I lost count. Oh, wow. But, wait, were you counting there? I think I, I think I was counting. Let me just tally it up. I think it was 21. 22! 22! Oh, it's a brand new record! <laughs> we will be reviewing the tapes. We will be, as always. <laughs> Give an official count, but let's go with 22. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. And I stumbled. I could have, I could have gone further. Do you have more? <laughs> no, no, no. I stumbled on <laughs> oh, some of the right, well, No, <laughs> I got no more. That, okay. <laughs> He's dry. He's tapped out. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the show. Paul, could you come onto the microphone, please? We just wanted to thank you again for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me on, guys. That's right. Bath time. Where can you hear it? Uh, you can uh, you subscribe uh, on whatever, whatever app you listen to podcasts on, whether it's your podcast app or on your Android or whatever. Just go search uh, for bath time and you'll, you'll find it there. And also, you've got a uh, fringe show at the moment. I do. Yeah, that'd be great to plug. Uh, Yes. Uh, it's called Poltergeist. <laughs> it's on at 9.45. It's on 8.45 tonight and then 9.45 between Tuesday and Friday down at the Courthouse Hotel. Um, you can go on the Melbourne Fringe website for all details. My name is Paul Culver and search for Poltergeist. Boom. And Grant. Grant, you you're, in the fringe, you're in the Fringe show as well. Oh, I do. I suppose we should festival. plug that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah why not? Um, it's called <laughs> The Shuffle Show, 1,000 Songs in One Hour at the 86, 7.30, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Which one's better? Which one of your shows is better? Grants. Grants is better. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the time we I have. I agree. <laughs> um, you can join us on the podcast for our show, Technical Difficulties, uh, facebook.com slash technical difficulties sin. We're on Twitter at techdivsin. Go on SoundCloud. Go on the Sin website. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for Queer Youth On Air. It has been a pleasure, Melbourne. See you next week. You've just listened to a Technical Difficulties podcast. For more content, tune in live to Technical Difficulties every Sunday at 2 on SIN 90.7.